From GreenBiz Group, welcome to Center Stage, the best of live interviews from GreenBiz events. I'm Joel McCower. So we can reduce, produce, optimize, shift, and then reach back to the utilities and say, we've got this capability. How do we work together to get in the right place uh, at the right price? Mary Rose Sylvester is president and CEO of Current, powered by GE. She joined Mark Vanderhelm, Vice President of Energy at Walmart, in conversation with GreenBiz Senior Analyst John Davies at the Verge Conference in Santa Clara, California in September 2016. They talked about the next generation of energy-saving technologies, the macro trends that are transforming energy systems, and how data and sensors are disrupting energy markets. Let's listen in. So I'm pretty sure everyone knows who Walmart is. But who is Current? What is Current by GE? I'd love to tell you a little bit about Current. First, thanks for having me here today. I'm going to start with our mission. Our mission is to energize business from the socket to the grid. And we're very focused on delivering unprecedented outcomes for our customers, commercial and industrial customers like Walmart, by really driving energy and business productivity uh, savings. And we really focus around outcomes around reducing energy usage through energy efficient platforms, um, producing power on site so our customers can take more control over their energy outcomes, helping them shift demand patterns so that they can avoid peak demand charges, and probably most boldly helping them to optimize everything that goes on in their building to reduce their overall energy consumption. And the way we're doing it, because the way it is a new business for GE is we're bringing together uh, the GE store. So, uh, technologies that are really hitting a tipping point today around LED, solar, storage, EV, and then our massive investment in uh, our Predex platform. It's an industrial internet uh, development platform that's open uh, on the top and on the bottom, and then our financial support from GE Capital, and then outcome selling. And we're really just trying to take all of those capabilities and deliver the kinds of outcomes that I talked about. So a new business, and it's really it's really quite different than most GE traditional businesses, and we really are a startup within this very large company. Well, I'm sure there are some startups that wouldn't mind having a little more access to capital like you have, but we'll, we'll get to that in, in a minute. So, Mark, uh, tell us about your role at Walmart. What, what's your remit? What are you overseeing there? So at Walmart, uh, two, Walmart has three uh, bases of sustainability commitments. Uh, one is around the supply chain and making that more sustainable. Uh, the other one is uh, seeking to get 100% uh, diversion uh, of waste from landfills. And the last one is 100% uh, renewable energy source electricity. So it's the latter two, which uh, I have responsibility for, for Walmart, uh, again, for the US uh, footprint. And uh, we've translated that into very specific uh, objectives by 2020 in terms of the energy component, which is a certain number of kilowatt hours procured uh, by 2020, and then also a reduction in our footprint uh, by 20% by 2020. And that's a reduction on top of commitments we made earlier in 05. So we've moved past the uh, closing the freezer doors and, and, and putting flaps on uh, and, and turning the lights on to, uh, or turning the lights off, pardon me, uh, and to uh, being more technology focused and more data focused to, to get to that 20%. So earlier today we heard Rob Bernard from, from Microsoft talk about you know, their data centers are, are the power usage is equal to small states or whatever. 
Um, what's the sort of scale at Walmart of energy usage? Uh, I'm waiting for someone to tell me this is not true, but I'm fairly sure, unfortunately, with some of the manufacturing in the U.S., that we're the largest electricity user in the U.S., with the exception of the federal government. That's scale. That's scale, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so the thing I'd like to ask you both about um, before we dig deep is what are some of the macro trends that you're tracking? I mean, what, what drove GE and Jeff ML to say, Current is where we're placing a lot of bets. What are some of those macro trends that you're tracking that are driving the business? You know, we're really kind of sitting at the cusp of um, major transformation and disruption, all really initiating with technology. And you think about what's going on in our space, there's this combination of solid state computing, digital, and distributed power. And this opportunity to bring them all together to create really a different kind of outcome for customers or to let it disrupt you. And so when you think about some of these forces, um, if you just even take LED lighting, which is probably one of the fastest uh, and most f furthest progressed technology shifts, it's 50% more energy efficient and it, it really pencils on most applications today and because of Heights' law, right? Every 10 years you get, uh, you're down to one-tenth of the cost with 20 times the performance. And so that allows companies to think differently about lighting. I've been kind of hanging around the hoop in lighting a few times throughout my career, and I had never seen a technology, lighting technology disappear except for the flash cube. And now, you know, and that's kind of interesting since we've been at it for 140 years, but LED by 2025 will replace almost every light source out there. So that's fast solar. The cost of solar deployment has dropped by 60% since 2010. Storage is uh, reducing in costs 50% uh, every five years with 2x the performance. And as you know, we've all been talking, digital uh, opens the possibility between big data and sensor enablement to deliver value from assets and other people's assets that you never thought possible. So you think about bringing all of that together with new business models, you have a real opportunity to think differently about uh, the way you can unleash value for customers and for shareholders. So, so Mark, um you know, you just said that you've already closed the freezer doors and you know that. So, so where do you get past the low-hanging fruit and where are you looking in the future? What kind of trends are you tracking to see where you can really move the needle on meeting your goals? Um, I think the, 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 the basic component is, is the LED lighting. So when you think about a Walmart store, um, I always say there's, you know, a third plug load, uh, sorry, a third refrigeration, a third HVAC, um, a third lighting, and a third plug load. And if you're good at math, you know that doesn't work. But um, the, um, the, the reality is, is that, you know, first it's lighting. There's a major opportunity that exists there. When you start looking at the HVAC systems, it's uh, about leading the industry in terms of pushing for uh, manufacturers to continue to improve the efficiencies of the RTUs uh, with, with similar, better uh, cost uh, profiles. And then in the refrigeration space, it's really shifting to a much simpler uh, method of delivering uh, that, uh, that cooling capability in terms of modularization and in terms of encouraging the, the industry to, to take on that front end of performance. And so it's, again, it's not as much about any one particular technology, but about transforming uh, some of the business models that are relevant uh, in terms of energy efficiency uh, to get alignment between uh, the, the folks that are responsible for putting the refrigeration in in that particular case and their ability to uh, continue to optimize and use that 
feedback on performance to improve their product going forward. So we're here in Silicon Valley, so it, there, there are certain questions that just naturally arise from, from being here. Like one, you touched on it, Mary Rose, the role of Internet of Things and big data in what you're doing. I mean, is G current a software company, a hardware company? You know, where does that all come together? Yeah, you know, we, we, it's a great question. We think of ourselves really as a business model company, and our strategy, and I think our strength is we can help customers today uh, pencil efficiency around LED or um, through solar, so we can get in today and help you become uh, incredibly efficient. But as we sensor-enable and our predicts platform uh, becomes more enabled, we can extract value for a long time to come. So we see us as a as we were a hardware company to start, we are becoming very quickly a software company that has access through hardware and we bring, it, we bring value to customers through different kind of business models, whether it's a PPA or, an, um, or as uh, a SaaS agreement, or so the uh, traditional just buy the equipment up front. Has this changed the hiring profile of who GE is going out and trying to recruit? Ma massively, when you think about it, we are, I think some of, the, some of the way we bring value is because we, we have been an energy infrastructure company for a long time. We've got terrific domain experience, but as we're becoming a digital company, we've had to go and get that domain. And GE's been recruiting very successfully digital talent, and specifically in, in our business, you'll hear some of them throughout the next few days, we've gone to the outside to get people that really get, get the digital space and how to create value through software. But there's a lot of traditional GE talent that brings energy domain. I think we have to have a complement of the two, but we've had to create whole new muscles on how we go out and, and develop and create. I'm sure you've seen our Owen commercials and we make, you know, we make good fun of ourselves about you know, building a new set of capabilities. And Mark, uh, in terms of Walmart, what are you trying to do with big data? I mean, big data must be uh, a big component of how you're trying to do your job and, and drive that. So what sort of programs have you been working on or you're looking forward to? I would say that the in, in form of big data, it's a major opportunity um, uh, for us in the business. I see the energy space as being, as you think about building towards a big data platform, quite often um, you've got to find ways, like, you know, sort of the lily pads across the pond of, of how you get the uh, smaller chunks of value. And for us, energy is that, that early chunk, that early low-hanging fruit that enables you to put in the infrastructure associated uh, that you'll need uh, for, for big data to demonstrate the savings, you can demonstrate the value proposition. And then that enables you to begin to modify the customer experience that exists at a Walmart for those folks that want to opt in, you know, technologies that uh, GE has around helping people get to the product in, in a particular location or a picture aisle, uh, enabling folks to uh, be aware of um, uh, where uh, you know, sales may be happening uh, and pricing and so forth. So uh, leveraging energy in that platform, that ability to pull sensor information um, uh, from the store then can begin to translate, uh, translate into the customer experience in terms of um, how they uh, uh, leverage the, the Walmart store um, and how they even leverage the, the online experience and the pickup experience with Walmart. Now I'm going to take a little bit of a turn here, and, and Mark, we talked a little bit before this. You know, Verge brings together you know, buildings, technology, uh, transportation, but also we bring a lot of utilities, both watching us virtually and here in, in the room. So what can you 
partner with them? What can you ask them for their help? Because you can't do it alone, right? I mean, it's not Absolutely. purely Walmart. No matter how big you are, even though you're number one, <laughs> you still can't do it alone, right? Well, absolutely. I think that the, um, you know, this commitment to getting to 100% uh, renewable energy, um, we've been able to do a lot of that in the competitive markets, which there's only really a fraction of our footprint which are being served by the wholesale competitive markets. And that means that then uh, the traditional regulated utilities are really where we need to uh, focus our attention. And uh, that uh, space has really exploded in the last year. A lot of folks focused on um, uh, modifying uh, the opportunities that customers have available to them. The message from us is always, uh, we don't tell the customer what they want as Walmart, and we're looking to encourage the utilities to continue to put more options out in front of their customers and uh, looking to partner with them in terms of uh, tariff structures that enable them to do that. A lot of folks that have approached that space have taken more of this contract for differences, a virtual power plant approach, but still leaves them with a lot of uh, risk that they're really not well served to, to manage, uh, that the utility is really the, the traditional one to be able to manage a lot of that localized risk and shaping. And we all recognize that renewable products don't necessarily match in terms of the profile that exists for uh, any one particular user. So looking to partner with the utility to translate um, a product delivered in one particular location to the uh, shape and location of, of the customer is, is critical. And that comes through a significant amount of partnering not only with the utility, with developers, but also with you know their regulators, the PUCs in the various states. And Mary Rose, I know from uh, current, you go from the office to the retailer to the grid. And so what would your message be to the utilities and the PUCs, you know, how can they better partner with you? You know, I think, I mean, this is a whole ecosystem that has to be created. We're solving really complex problems and we're very busy working with people like Mark, trying to bring them energy efficiency, getting our Predux energy management platform seated and installed so we can kind of give him this uh, ability to have this open platform and eliminate that swivel chair so he can reduce, produce, optimize, shift and then reach back to the utilities and say, we've got this capability. How do we work together to get in the right place uh, at the right price? We'll have assets together working under control, and we need to work with the utilities to get them back to the right place and become most effective for the grid. I think it is a true ecosystem relationship. Great. So Heather, Elaine, I want to go over to Sidebar and see if any of our audience here or online has a question or two for us. Yeah, lots of questions in coming in via Twitter, but sort of we're seeing these themes that are emerging related to how you're actually creating this um, culture of uh, efficiency and clean energy and distributed systems and all of these um, really great goals that you have embedded into your core operating procedures. How are you doing that? Are you using software tools, training? How are you engaging employees? What are your strategies there? Is that a Walmart question? I think it's a both question. It's a both question. So um, with Walmart, uh, it's, 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 a, uh, it's really a, a chance to do both, right? In other words, to not only uh, develop programs where uh, the, the employees are part of the sustainability uh, effort within a particular store. We even do things where there's you know, many competitions. We've done that at our, our Sam's Club in the past and looking at uh, rolling that out uh, to, to the, the traditional Walmart stores. Um, but it also uh, enables it to be a place where people are happy to, to, to go to work because they know that they're engaged in a, with, with a company that's um, uh, focused on you know, doing the right things for environment and so forth. So it's really one of those things that we can leverage to, to do both of those. In terms of specifics, yeah, it comes down to 
significant amount of training, significant amount of uh, standard operating procedures, but also providing the metrics back, uh, and that those metrics will only be better enabled uh, by, by going to, to big data and having better uh, sensor networks throughout the stores. Is that integrated into your financial reporting? Is it integrated into our financial reporting? Um, certainly, uh, the savings that come through you know, energy reduction and so forth all yeah, feed uh, explicitly into our uh, the financial results uh, for Walmart as a whole. Okay. NGE or current? You know, v very similar. I think you know the the good news is that um, our mission I think really speaks to people within GE and the talent we've been hiring. We really believe the future is in this team's hands to really change the future of energy, just like across uh, our GE partners. So I think we're all in. One of the big things we're doing is we GE is a great test bed for all of our technologies and to kind of show the value that can be created. So we've been deploying solar and LED and our new predicts energy management starting to go into our site. So we really understand the value that we can be creating and keeping track of the kind of uh, costs and, and, and kilowatts and the megawatts that we're saving. So I think that's another, another piece of it. And I think, you know, scorecarding is always great. We're really big into keeping track of benefits year over year. Uh, so I think it ripples all the way down through our company, but it really starts with our mission, believing that this is mission critical. And so I think some of the questions are really more, how are you actually leveraging the level of engagement um, in your operating procedures with employees and um, your clients, et cetera? <laughs> We're talking about, so specifically, uh, what are you seeing as a result? What are the actual performance results um, in terms of engaging uh, these, these, uh, so, your employees and such. So we take, we take the, uh, I know this is a little bit more of an energy focus, but we take the, uh, the waste side of things. Um, you know, we, we started with a particular baseline in 05 in terms of amount of, uh, uh, quantity of trash that was going to landfill. And we reduced that by 80%, uh, to this date. Uh, obviously the last 20% is where the real challenge is. Uh, but that's all been around, you know, you can walk through a Walmart and you'll see people bringing back cardboard in one area, bringing back plastic in another area. So trying to divert as much of that stuff going from compactor to other ways for us to uh, recycle that, that material uh, and not have it go back to the landfill. Uh, so that's uh, one of the uh, elements that we've seen since 05 and the challenge going forward is that last 20%, which is uh, uh, certainly technology-based and uh, uh, certainly uh, going to depend uh, quite a bit on how we leverage uh, reverse logistics and so forth. Okay, we're going to get kicked off the stage in just a minute, but just one quick thing. For all the entrepreneurs out there, all the people wanting to start up, Mary Rose, what, what advice, what quick advice do you have for them? No, focus. We have a great mission. Believe in it uh, and get great investors to support you, but stay focused and committed to your mission. And Mark, you talk to a lot of startups? Uh, I think you can get really beat up in your BD, so it's that focus component. And if you don't understand your cost structure, it's critical to understand your cost structure um, and, and uh, be able to continue to deliver the, um, uh, the curve that's necessary for that cost structure. That's great. Okay, well, let's, let's thank our panelists here, Mary Rose Sylvester and Mark Enheim. You've been listening to Mary Rose Sylvester, CEO of Current by GE, and Mark Vanderhelm, Vice President of Energy at Walmart, in conversation with GreenBiz Senior Analyst John Davies at the GreenBiz 16 Conference. For more Center Stage podcasts, go to greenbiz.com slash center stage. While you're there, tune into GreenBiz 350, our weekly podcast covering the news and the people behind the news in sustainable business and clean technology. 
From all of us here at Green Biz Group, I'm Joel McCower. Thanks for listening.